Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Get your clap on, America! This little, this little out of my Welcome back, everyone. Little uh, This little light of mine uh, for you today, and there's a reason for that. You know, as we uh, look at uh, where we can take conversations, and we're, we're always looking for ways to celebrate things that, that really matter. And as we were working through this morning, uh, Kellyanne wisely pointed out that tomorrow, tomorrow is the 57th anniversary of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech, historic speech on the Mall in Washington, D.C., and so we started thinking through, okay, what's what's the best way to talk about that? What are some things that we can do to celebrate that uh, and mark that occasion? And as often the case, there's often things right in our own backyard uh, that are a great way to do it. So I'm really thrilled to have joining us today Mark Nelson, who is the executive director of the Heber Valley Historic Railroad, uh, who've been doing something for a while that I think is just epically cool. And it is the I Have a Dream train that's going to celebrate that 57th anniversary. Mark, thanks for joining us today. You bet. Happy to be be with you. So so tell us about it. What is this uh, I Have a Dream train experience up in Heber Valley? Well, we're excited to do this. And so it's, uh, it's a two-hour round trip that celebrates a lot of different aspects of the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. That was the official name of the march. Right. As well as then that uh, famous uh, speech by Dr. Martin Luther King, which was uh, has been called now I Have a Dream. And there's such an interesting story about that. But we're we have uh, we're going to have from 6:30 to 7 in our ticket office. Uh, a gallery of images and videos from that day mm. that will be set up all around and uh, some little trivia questions that you can try and answer to learn more about it. And then on the train itself, which is a two hour round trip, we have just lots of different uh, vignettes uh, acted out from people who were there, parts of Dr. King's speech. We have uh, Deborah Bonner's Unity Gospel Choir to sing a couple of the songs that were sung there. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a really great night. 
Oh, that is fantastic. Again, this is uh, coming up on the uh, 28th, August 28th, uh, 7 p.m., returns at 9 p.m., as you mentioned. It's a two-hour round trip. And uh, what a what a cool way uh, to really experience a, a unique part of history. And I know there's uh, not a lot of tickets left, but still some tickets left. How can people get those? Yes, yeah, so our, our website is org, or you can call the call the ticket office. Um, but we that information is all on our website and on our Facebook page. Yep, there are a few few tickets left, and uh, you know you get to ride on the historic Heber Creeper too, and it's just beautiful. Uh, and you know a lot of people have asked. We're also following all of the the local and state uh, health guidelines and social distancing. Passengers need to wear a mask in the in the depot and when they board the train, but we have them socially distanced on the train, and if they want to, they can take their masks off once they're on the train, but our, our staff, except for the entertainers, will, will have masks, and yeah. we sanitize everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, if you're just joining us, we got Mark Nelson, the executive director of the Heber Valley Historic Railroad, on the line with us. Uh, this is a really unique opportunity. If you don't have your plans set for tomorrow, August 28th, uh, I would uh, head on up and uh, figure out how you can get on that train. That is a train we all should jump on. And uh, again, what a great way to celebrate this uh, 57th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, epic speech there on the mall. The he, uh, the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. Uh, there'll be, as he mentioned, live music performed by the Unity Gospel Choir, excerpts from the speech, performers from uh, acting out the people who were there, giving their perspective, and, and just a, a unique thing. Plus, you get to do it on the coolest train anywhere. And, uh, Mark, I want you to talk about this for just a second. I, uh, when I was Chief of Staff for Senator Lee, we came up, and you took us through the train. And one of the things that uh, has just stuck with me is you talked about how these this type of train is is really like a human. It actually breathes. And uh, can you give us just a a, a quick uh, a quick peek at that because it it is the the train has such a heart and a soul. But when you start talking about how it breathes, it's like wow, everybody needs to know about that. Well, and specifically, then we were talking about the steam locomotive. And, you know, steam locomotives are a really magical piece of technology. And, and they do, they do behave a lot like a, a living being. And those who maintain them and operate them, um, get to know them, uh, and their quirks. And, and they are, they're, they're just an amazing thing. The sounds they make and, um, you know, they're just, they're, they really are magic. And there's also a lot of magic just with these old train cars, just with 1920s trains. And even when we're running, uh, like we do now most times, our modern 1950 locomotives, they, they also have, have old souls, too, I think. And so, you know, and, and if I can just mention one other thing real quick, there's a great connection with trains and with this March on Washington, because one of the original organizers of this march was um, uh, Randolph. I'm forgetting his name. A something Randolph. I'm so embarrassed that I'm forgetting his name. But he started the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters, which was the first African-American union in the U.S. And um, 
he had much to do with this march on Washington. And so there's a great train connection, too, that we're going to talk about tonight, oh, or tomorrow night. Love that. Love that. Don't miss it. Uh, go check it out. We're going to post this on our Facebook page as well. We'll link them over uh, to the uh, the great uh, Heber Valley folks uh, there and the uh, Heber Valley Historic Railroad. Uh, Mark Nelson, again, executive director there. Thanks so much for joining us today. This is a, an epic thing. I encourage everyone to check it out. If you want to feel and experience the heart and the soul. We've been talking about heart and soul of the nation. Uh, do it on a train uh, and and you'll get it. Mark, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, again, great opportunity there. Again, there, there aren't a lot of seats left, but uh, that is worth a Friday night. And uh, it might just change your perspective, might just change your world. Give it a shot. Uh, great, great stuff there. All right, we'll go ahead and step aside. When we come back, we're going to do a deeper dive on uh, the eve of this 57th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech on the uh, plaza there in Washington, D.C. Stay with us. We're going to break it down, what it meant then, what it means today on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, I want to know what's on your mind. Uh, what are the elevating thoughts and conversations you're having around your house or around your water cooler today? You can always do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500. Weigh in, help us elevate the conversation, give us your insight today. Uh, as uh, we mentioned in the last segment, uh, if you, and if you missed any of that, make sure you go back and uh, check that out. We've got it on our uh, Facebook page as well. Uh, and that is this great uh, Heber Valley Historic Railroad. Uh, it, it is the uh, ultimate I Have a Dream train uh, tomorrow night. And uh, they'll be playing excerpts from uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech. There'll be music, gospel music and choir uh, all kinds of uh, fascinating things there. Great way to celebrate a uh, great Friday evening uh, up in Heber Valley. I encourage you to check that out. Uh, and we want to go uh, on a similar journey today. Again, as we uh, look back at the 57th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech. Again, he was on the mall there in Washington, D.C. Uh, just a, an extraordinary gathering and group and uh, a speech that matched the moment. We've been talking a lot about uh, political speeches over the last two weeks between the Republicans and the Democrats having their national conventions. And to be honest, a lot of the speeches uh, were a little flat (laughs) or a little predictable uh, or a little generic. Uh, A few exceeded expectations, and that's always a good thing. Uh, But when you think about the the speech that Martin Luther King Jr. delivered on the mall there uh, on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial uh, truly powerful things that I think uh, not only changed the dynamic in the country then, I think there's a lot of wisdom for us still here today. And so we want to go back and listen to a few uh, of those moments of that speech, uh, talking about the uh, the real promises, uh, that, that now is the time. There was this sense of urgency uh, about Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, to, to make those promises real. We have also come to this hallowed spot 
to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Uh, The urgency of now. uh, We could use that in our nation's capital. We could use that in a lot of our cities and communities around the country and right here at home. The urgency of now and not... uh, Engaging in the luxury of cooling off or taking the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Because this is a time for big ideas, bold issues, bold plans, grand visions. Uh, this is the time to do it. And, and it is a now thing. It, it's easy to put those things into the future. And we have extraordinary opportunities. Yes, this uh, we get exhausted by the unprecedented time <laughs> quote that seems to be in front of every sentence these days. Uh, unprecedented, uh, yes. Uh, historic, yes. If, and it's a big if, if we rise to meet the opportunity of the moment. Uh, otherwise, it's just one more pandemic. It's one more round of uh, civil unrest. It's one more round of economic downturn. But there are opportunities in there if, if we embrace the urgency of now. Uh, next, uh, as we look at the speech again, 57th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, historic speech, and here's where he starts to get into the rhythm uh, that really became the the calling card for the speech. Uh, I have a dream. We face the difficulties of today and tomorrow. I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Such a uh, stirring moment there. And then, of course, he, he didn't stop there. With the dream, he started to apply it, and he applied it to so many things and so many places and spaces around the country. He called them out, uh, and then he finished in a in a very personal way. Uh, and it may be uh, this may be the line of the speech that is uh, most often quoted because it's about the children and the future. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Content of their character. Uh, We've been talking about this all week, and I wanted to hit this one last time as we uh, roll into the weekend, that it is these these principles, uh, character being one of them, the content of our character. We've been sharing throughout the week uh, this most recent polling from uh, our friend Scott Rasmussen that the American people want their leaders to talk about things that will unite the nation. And there are obviously plenty of them out there. But then the interesting thing to me, uh, and that one just cut across the board, 93% of Americans say, yep, that's what I want leaders to be talking about, things that unite the country, a, a focused vision for the future. A, a clarion call, a certain trumpet of this is who we are, 
This is where we're going. And then what do I need to do? Because it is that ability to say, hey, I am part of something bigger than just me. It's bigger than me and just my house or even just my neighborhood and community. I'm part of something bigger and better. And I think that was the really the crux of what uh, Dr. King was trying to do, was to invite all Americans to get to principle. 73% of Americans say that the best way to unite the nation, the best way to unite the nation, is not in some new social program, not in, not in some government program, not in some business program. 73% of the American people say the best way to unite this nation is around our founding principles. Principles of equality, of justice, of freedom, opportunity. And there are many out there who seem to be bent on belittling those founding principles and the founding documents and the founders themselves. And it's time to say, no, the American people get it. The American people say, no, we we know that those principles work because we've lived them. And we heard that both in the Democratic National Convention and in the Republican National Convention. These stories of people who have come to this country with very little or people who have hit rock bottom in this country and figured out that they can rise up because that's part of who we are as a nation. That redemption story is is part of the heart and soul of the country. That forgiveness story is part of the heart and soul of what this country is really all about. And it's only as we get to that that we really get to the true meaning of America. So I want to close out today with a a final segment from Dr. King because nobody can say it better, but I want you to think about these words and how they apply to you, your community, and this country today. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom reign. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom reign. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us today, 57th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech. So as you go out into the world today, let freedom ring. See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.